Go Loud presents Read the Room. Go Loud! Okay, right. Um, What's your question, sir? Uh, the, no, the, that stain will never come out. Oh, sorry. Right. <laughs> 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 temperature, come on. <laughs> the temperature's starting to rise in here, actually. Maybe it is time You'll I need a my boil, top. A boil <laughs> wash for that. Come on. Get, uh, come on, get it out. What is that? <laughs> I okay, love right. that flopping you. sound you always make. Just ludicrous. Anyway, come on. Hi, I'm Maya Dunphy. Hello there, I'm Paddy Courtney. You're listening to Read the Room. This is a podcast where we pull apart the people, the scenarios, the companies, and the stories of the week where someone, through either dumb luck or just being a diddly dip da 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 dose fails to do just do that. <laughs> fail to read exactly what they're supposed to read in front of them there, like me. We don't read anything. It's all no. off the cuff, isn't it, Paddy? Yes, yes. Well, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> thank you, Maya. You know, Ed that never me. really made sense to me at all. Actually, when you think about it, okay, uh, because of all the things in the world, they do tell you. You know exactly what box. you're going to exactly. get. Yeah, yeah. Praline, hazelnut cream, coffee, no thank you. Okay. But you know what? I don't know, Forrest Gump, maybe the... Maybe the menu fell out, didn't have time to look at it, who knows? Of course he had time, the man had all the time in the world. He had time to go and be Elvis, JFK, start a shrimp <laughs> company and Apple, go to Vietnam, run around the world twice and grow a beard. And you're telling me you couldn't take a second to just see the difference between the orange and the coffee That's one? That's a fair point. Mind you, I can grow a beard fairly quickly. <laughs> She's wearing one right now. <laughs> Forget about Forrest Gump. Forget about all the life of the box of chocolates. What we're talking about today is disappointments, letdowns and disappointments. So, um... Basically, in general, letdowns and disappointments, read the room. Now, the thing is, Paddy, I don't think you can get through, not a whole life, not even a week, without being disappointed or feeling let down by something. An hour. Some of us more than... <laughs> Walking in here today, Maya. In your case, five and a half minutes. <laughs> okay. No, I'm disappointed in the clothes that I chose today. That should be a thing. I should be happy enough with my... I used to... You do. You, yeah, like, but you, you do look like... My... I don't know, Paddy is wearing... Adidas shorts that are riding up a little high for my liking. <laughs> You're supposed to be looking at that. And a, a sort of tennis shirt. Is that yeah, a tennis yeah, it's sport a polo, shirt? A polo shirt. But why is it done up to the top? You always do the top up. I undone. always do the top. Why? Up. I always do. You look like an off. You know when a priest no, takes off the little the dog collar and no, thinks they don't look like a priest anymore. Because I'm disappointed in people who do wear polo shirts and do open them one, two, or three down because why? they are the people that also have their jumper tied around their neck. No, they're not. A they're little just, bit easier they're just for normal, us to jump behind them and strangle normal them because human beings. they're a disappointment in you life. You look like it's restricting your breathing a little. No, it's I not. I won't lie. Where are you looking? All right, look. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh. Okay, is a little high pitched. You're right, though. You know, they, we can. It's very difficult not to be disappointed. I days. think, as a child, disappointment—you let it go very quickly because yeah. it tends to be quite fleeting. You don't and give a kids, no, you don't. So it might be that you didn't get what you wanted for, for dinner, or you asked for an ice cream, and your mum or dad said no, not till after dinner. They tend to be. Hopefully, they tend to be small, fleeting, insignificant things that don't stay with you. Exactly. Yeah. I think often when you're a kid, you think, when I'm a grown up, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then you grow up and you go, oh, Jesus, <laughs> adulthood isn't quite so much. No, crap. But there not. are like there are universally disappointing things as well in life. Um, I think and also sometimes I've always thought like not getting what you want can be disappointing, but even more so getting what you want and finally doesn't make you happy. Whoa. I know. Like? Smeg kettles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. OK. Yeah, yeah. I've. 
I have to show off now. I've got a Smeg fridge and I love it. Really? Yeah. I've actually, sometimes late at night, I've been seen to hug it before I go to I bed. I think the kettle and toaster are sort of are, are entry level. They're sort of gateway Smeg products, aren't they? Okay, right. It's because they're However, though, outrageously Smeg- expensive, but I think it's like 500 quid for a, t- a toaster kettle combo. Okay, I've got to play corporate patty here and say, if Smeg want to <laughs> sponsor this podcast, you're very welcome and Maya will change her tune. Pretty oh, quickly. I have a Smeg kettle. Toaster, toaster combo. Oh. No, because I thought it okay, would... Okay, that's I, where you're going wrong. You can't have a kettle toaster combo. That's so dangerous. It just caused so many fires. <laughs> I bought the toaster kettle combo. All right, okay. And it's beautiful. But I think sometimes you think these things will make your life better and you realise it'll just make you toast and a cup of tea, but it won't actually improve your life vastly. Right. But they are very, very pretty. But like I said, they're, they're entry-level smegs. There's you've, wide... gone, you've gone all out with the fridge. Yeah, but like, and I couldn't afford the kettle and the toaster after that because the other one's still paying for it now. <laughs> but like, so if we list them then, okay, so now there's a lot more of this and I, I, I probably think we could get a couple of episodes out of this, but we'll, we'll start, we'll see how we go today and yeah. we could reach out into um, a few weeks' time because uh, there's a lot of dis- disappointment about it and a lot of people have a lot to say about it. So if we just list the things that can disappoint us or have disappointed and continue to disappoint us these days we have family we have friends we have culture we have politicians politics in general businesses and politicians do they let us down ever whenever and glazed however, once expression once they get out of bed I think it is their job to let us down once their very feet hit the floor oh, it's just so we, yeah we'll pick on them later on so if we if we start with you know can I ask you do you like being an adult do you prefer it? You know when people say, oh, yeah. God, I, you know, it's so disappointing being a grown-up. I like being an adult. Yeah. Here's one of my, I've got a lot of pet hates, as you know. One of them is that really fucking annoying expression, um, along with what's for you won't pass you by. <laughs> Fuck right. off. Is, um, I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> that's age, you see. That's no, no, the disappointment of age. Not, elderly. Just early onset Let's go back to our, our sleep episode. <laughs> no, I got totally distracted there All by right. Ed for that's... a second. Um, <laughs> No, 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 just, I won't say what I was going to say. Um, it's You know when people say, find something you love to do and you won't work a day in your life. I love that. Oh, expression. fuck off. I love that expression. Yeah, but most people don't get the, yeah, okay, oh, yeah, no, don't get yeah. the chance yeah. to pick their favourite hobby as a career. And if you've been working in a job just to pay your bills and raise your kids and you've been in that Cold job for 25 years... <laughs> And someone says, find something you love to go, yeah, okay, well, bag of cans by the canal and naps. Yeah. Who's going to pay me to do that? Don't answer that. <laughs> so I think it, it's said in retrospect. Though, it can make it? people feel yeah. crap because yeah. we'd all love to choose a job that would make us happy at 21 and do it for the rest of our lives. So a lot of people don't get that option and it makes you feel even more disappointed. But I think if you look at that, that phrase and there's one little word missing or if you add it, it makes it different. Say, find something you love doing and you won't work a day in your life and then the other one is if you find so it is kind of it's aspirational if it happens it happens if it doesn't you know it that is. word if so I'm not sure what the actual so I love I love what I do I love all the different jobs that I do because I do remember the very first thing I started out in life was being an accountant and I didn't want to be an accountant That's I you never only, mentioned that he I was mentions only that all an accountant the because the girl I was going out with at the time was studying accountancy. So I never got to see her. So I ended up going, I didn't even do it for Oh, I didn't know that. Is yeah, that accountancy? Yeah. Again, they used like um, So yeah, so was, I had a full-time job, had to do accountancy then at four nights a week and a Saturday or Sunday in town just so I could be in just class. Just to see your board. Yeah. Oh. And then of course we broke up and I got, I became the accountant. But you got a qualification else. out of it. That's more than most yeah, people get out of a breakup. Right, but look at me now. Um, so I do, I love being an adult, but... There's always the big butt. That's the thing about adults. You get big butts, okay? <laughs> Shit stays in your hips. And that's the problem. Oh, and you like so, them when you cannot lie. I can. So there's a lot about adulting that I don't like. 
the responsibility, yeah. the the sores, the you know, the the being tired. The sores. Being, yeah. So like it just. We've hurting, gone from big busts and hurting, weeping sores. What the we, hell? I never went weeping sores. <laughs> being a doctor, being mate. sore and taking so long to get over an injury. Do you know when you when you're old and you take a fall? Yeah. It takes ages to get over the like when you you just get back up on that tree no, or that I, bike I, as a I kid. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't hit that Have point you yet. Have you taken a fall yet? No. Oh I my haven't. god, I take too many falls. <clears throat> now here's the thing. I love being an adult too, but I'm very aware that I'm very privileged, like you. Now look, we could always. I've never earned massive amounts of money, but you make choices in life. But I was able to make those choices, so I'm a freelancer, constantly worried about where my next job's going to come from. But as a result of that, I mean, I don't have a huge house, but I have lots of free time, and that's. Amazing. So I spend loads of time with my little boy. I think it's why I don't feel like I'm kind of a middle-aged owl one because we do lots of fun stuff. And other people might think that of you. The other people yeah. like you and <laughs> Ed <you>. here. <laughs> Unbelievable. The Leave shit, me out of it. The shit I have to put up with. But I think when you have the privilege to be able to do what you want a lot of the time, like I do. If I had more money, I'd do lots more fun stuff. But there are people who are trapped in jobs that they just don't like. Um, but I think I love. No, I love. I didn't like being a. Te- I hated being a teenager. Wouldn't go back there from about eight till about 28. Yeah. No, I, wouldn't I, go, I wouldn't go back that. to those yeah. years at all. So this point is nice before everything gets too creaky and you've still got a bit of freedom. You still know your own mind-ish. But other people have lots of disappointments in adulthood. Well, the, like they, we could go really serious about like sort of the, the state yeah. letting people down in that they... The inability to buy a house or to own a house, not buy a house, even not even... Yeah, to own your own house or even to afford rent. That's when we go back to politicians and the state letting people down that's, well, that's a big a disappointment down. but let's not go too dark okay, let's, let's okay, keep let it the, fun because we could do an things. entire episode on the bitter disappointments of adulthood yeah. and then you know we just will be lying on the floor crying in, in half well, an I hour it is the basis of read the room it's just yeah. us constantly telling politicians to read the room and pay attention to those people that voted you even if they didn't vote you into power like look after those people who were you know voice against you. So that's where that's our shout out. To politicians read the room, read like, the bloody know, room, let lads. People afford their own a roof over their head. That's all they really want. Like, good for you, buddy. Good Thanks. for you. Thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about food. When, like when I was young, my ambition was to have a sweet shop. Now I didn't want to open it. To, to sell anything to anybody I wanted it for me to eat all the sweets I had I don't know who was going to pay for it get all the deliveries in there but then as you get older things like you diabetes and like rotten teeth life and like Willy Wonka 100% you will get into trouble for diabetes be careful about that because um, it is not not caused by eating too many sweets oh different Thank types you. of diet caveat don't hang me but on Twitter but is there Twitter. not different types of diabetes yes there is type yeah. 1 and type 2 but let's not go there because I'll get it in the neck on Twitter alright yeah. yeah nobody attacks me don't well, attack I, me I'm I not saying attacked. start now at Paddy C. Courtney attack him please okay, well, attack then him the ill health that <clears throat> no, is here's the thing about too much sugar I think one of the funniest things about adulthood is when you're a kid you think that you will eat whatever the hell you want and then you get we, we basically we put it out there we asked people what their biggest disappointment of adulthood was and there was a resounding Trying to decide what you're going to eat every single day. Oh, wow. And you know what? Never <laughs> underestimate if you were lucky enough to have a happy childhood where somebody handed you a plate of food every dinner time and you went, oh, it's shepherd's pie day or oh, it's fish Friday or whatever. But, but still how lovely was yeah. that? And <laughs> now so it was mainly women who got back with this one because it seems to be still mainly women doing the cooking at home. But they're like, I get up in the morning, I think, Bollocks. The reason the I've men didn't answer that is because they're standing at the cupboards wondering what it is. They've no time to respond to you. So well done, those women, all the time in the world. Stare, <laughs> oh. the kids. I'll get it. 
careful now. Get my careful. Head in. But it's so true. I got one great reply when someone said, I planned when I was growing up to eat a Romantica every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> An entire one. And then I no one says you can't. Weren't they? So Do you remember? Because first of all, there was Vianetta. Yeah. And now my mum. Was I hate saying was about my mum. I didn't lose that long ago, but I hate saying was. It's terrible. That's a big disappointment about getting older and losing people. Yeah. But she was an amazing cook, but she wasn't great on desserts. So often when people around for dinner, the, the Viennetta would come out. It would be decanted onto a plate and maybe put a few lady fingers around <laughs> it. Now, there was still no hiding the fact that it was an HB Viennetta. But then the Romantica came out, do you remember? And that was a whole level up. There was biscuit in it as that well. Was it. There, there was, was like some kind of butterscotch. Yeah. And it's just, it disappeared as quick as it arrived. Romantica was, I'd say we probably had a Romantica twice a year. And that was probably, if there was a funeral or there was a new kid come into the, like, Romanticas were, you know, they were big. Yeah. That, was, that someone, was an occasion, like, you know. And then someone gets the mint Viennetta. And just, oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh. There was a great ad years ago for Viennetta. There was a, like a, a Scottish woman just shouting, "Is that where's the Viennetta, the the mint Viennetta?" And they were just shouting from one room to the other and go like that. They were trying to moving it aside. I was so jealous because they had loads of Viennettas in their fridge and I was like going drooling. Can at you home imagine? Going, well, I did MasterChef many years ago now, mm-hmm. and one of the challenges was you had to make a dessert that reminded you of childhood. And everybody was doing poached pears and pavlova. I was like, we didn't really do dessert, so I said, "Can I try and make a sort of." Postmodern Viennetta. My mum was like, "Why are you embarrassing wow. me?" I said, well, we didn't do dessert, so I did. I made a. Oh, did you? A homemade. Work out. Oh, do you know what? I I I tried to go fancy by making a chocolate basket the night before because we were told the night before there'd be a dessert challenge. We we didn't know what it was, and I thought, what would make any dessert fancier? Serving it in a chocolate basket. So I googled <laughs> chocolate baskets on. This is true on YouTube, and saw this chef blow up a balloon, drizzle chocolate over it. Um, in little swirls, let it chill. Then you pop the balloon, you have this beautiful uh, wafer-like basket. So I ran down to the shop. This is 10 o'clock the night before. Got, a, got chocolate in a balloon, tried it, put chocolate, of course it burst. My ceiling is still stained with the greasy <laughs> chocolate. And uh, rang my mum going, I don't, she said, well, I'm sure, Pat, what you should do is let the chocolate cool a little because I went, oh yeah. So went to bed. Next day went in, they said, your challenge today is to make a dessert from your childhood. I was like, get me a balloon. They're like, what? So it made for good telly. <laughs> It didn't burst. The front of it cracked, but the uh, we had this I, amazing. I wish I could see your head there when you did that. Get me a balloon. She looks like MacGyver. It's like you know, give me my. I'm gonna need a balloon and some dairy milk. <laughs> and it was uh, this Claire Clark, this incredibly famous patisserie chef, pastry chef, was judging us. And so my my shit, that's very impressive. And I actually said, yes, I do this all the time. My ceiling is still stained as proof. And the front of it b- broke, but it looked like that was designed to be like that so it, it was a kind of semicircle. the front was cracked and then the Viennetta kind of oozed out oh. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll show you I'll show you a photo it was but, well we're, we're talking about disappointment and your story reminded me of well, you've been on MasterChef that I know a oh. good pal of mine Kieran Byrne is the biggest MasterChef fan and has watched it from the very very beginning and I had seen in a local uh, in the village uh, one of the restaurants had said we are going to have the stars of MasterChef are going to be <gasps> cooking in and recording some stuff in our restaurant and so I bought him and his and Eileen a uh, a meal in the restaurant that night so they went and had the, the meal and they were you know they they, they kind of um, worked really hard their life they've got to retirement and 
things like this would be big that they're going to meet the stars of MasterChef so I said to the um, the owner of the restaurant could you organise it that the, the guys come out and meet uh, Kieran and Eileen I said no problem at all after the meal the chef came out and said would you like to meet um, the host of MasterChef I said yes I cannot <gasps> we this is quite the build up we are going to meet John and Greg we've been watching them for the last 15 years on BBC this is going to be amazing and to their disappointment, it was the Irish lads. <laughs> <laughs> and the great thing about Kieran is he cannot hide his oh, disappointment. Oh, no. Look at just that. Like, Porn. Oh no! So Maya has just shown us a picture of her homemade. By the way, there's nothing wrong with the house of Mass Chef Ireland. Oh, they, they were. If you're expecting lovely. to see John. How to road and Greg Wallace, and Greg Wallace, yeah. who's not a chef. No, he's not. He's, and, a, he's uh, a barra boy, isn't he? And let me tell you, one of the biggest disappointments of my entire life was the final of MasterChef, <gasps> filmed in Dubai. I crashed and burned um, because we had to submit our final menu in week two. So I just said, I'm not going to get to the second final. I just wrote anything down, handed it in, and then I got to week three, four, five, and the same final. I went, can I, can I change my final menu because I could do so much? But no, you can't. Oh, no. So I had to go off to Dubai and film in the desert, and I did pasta, steak and chips, and chocolate fondant, and you signed a non-disclosure, so you couldn't talk about it for a year about, about why you made that decision. So in the interviews. When I lost the final, people said, surely as a MasterChef fan, you know never to do a chocolate fondant. And it's not terribly impressive given what you did in week three and four. And what can I say? I'm just an idiot. <laughs> oh, no. And then after a year, you were, you were allowed to say, OK, what, what happened was we were, had to submit our menu weeks before. But then no one gave a shit. Yeah, after exactly. They're like, sorry, did you do MasterChef? We don't care. Nobody cares. And oh, I wanted to God. tell everybody. But anyway, great experience. Met lovely people. And uh, I'll share my Viennetta recipe with you. Okay, can I just say I'm disappointed? Did you spill I'm something to, on I yourself? Did, yeah. So I'm not sure. Paddy's shorts are wet, and he's I, done the. I'm, I spilled my water. When he clears so and pours water over his shorts to hide damn something. Pants. Okay, yeah. Another disappointment in life, lads, is chinos. Jesus Christ, chinos are not good. Because <laughs> Why? You, you, because okay, you go to the jacks, go for a oh, in chinos, yes. and then you come out. But then you, you like it's kind of running the gauntlet of yeah, yeah. splashback. But then. There's the victory of walking away from the urinal and going like, oh my God, I have won. And then you turn on the top to wash your hands and then splasherama. And then you like, you know people, I don't know, some people these are These would be watchers. similar, look yes, at these. the green pants you're wearing. And okay. that's not staying, by the way. That's yeah, but just... you get to sit down. But like, it just... So, but it's the creases. Yeah. It's the creases. And by the way, lads, just for anybody out there as well, don't don't feel for lads, don't feel that you've got to stand up, okay? If the opportunity is there to sit have a sit down we take it. Take it. Get you get to an age, you go, just take that way, okay? And you'll save your chinos. So anyway, we did put it out there. We put the call out and asked people what has been their biggest disappointment of adulthood. And like you say, some of them did get some of them got quite sad and dark, as is with, with at the way with adulthood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, laundry featured a lot. Oh, laundry. Yes. Again, mainly women, unfortunately, saying the laundry basket is never empty. And you know what? Because I am now an advocate for sustainability, um, here's the thing that I learned from what an expert on... It was a sustainability advocate. Oh, right, okay. um, from an expert on energy saving. Okay. And he said... Do the sniff test. It's like, I beg your pardon. Right. And he said, honestly, do the sniff test. Said, We're obsessed with washing our clothes all the time. And apart from your underpants, uh, you probably, or if, like Patty, you've pissed on your trousers <laughs> during the day. It's a but aside thing. from that, like, take off your t-shirt and your jeans, hang in the back of a chair, air them. They're probably grand the yeah. next day. So, you know, I have, I think you, free you the laundry basket. 
Yeah, I tried to do that as much as possible. Also, can I ask as well, like, laundry-based? Because I, I don't know... Why are you asking washed... me laundry-based questions? Why, because... What? No, go ahead. I, I'm the laundry queen. What is... Uh, what, what should I be washing my, my clothes at? 30 like, degrees. Always 30. Yeah. Okay. Now, is there certain things that... Oh my God, we're getting serious on this. Now, but I gen- genuinely question. Um, do, do it's do also much better. Wash? It's better for your fabric. Yes. And oh, right, you'll okay. get longer out of your fabric. Um and what you do is you use slightly less washing powder and then avoid avoid capsule? those capsules are terrible they're <gasps> full of, of plastics and all sorts and also they end up clogging your machine oh, after shit, after I time only use them. Right. always use powder and then you can use less powder and a tiny bit of soda crystals which are completely natural what that sounds like something I used to smoke in the 80s <laughs> soda crystals rizla um yeah scoop of soda crystals in your wash less powder your, it'll keep your machine clean look after your clothes 30 degrees apart from towels and sheets I would wash them at 40 because you need to wash them a bit higher. And Thanks. and Paddy's pants at 60. <laughs> right, yeah, I think the, these are, I, I just wear disposable <laughs> pants. They just wear them and chuck them. Wear them and chuck them. I just don't wear them at all. Okay, so, but laundry features, you're right though, because you can think about, you get to wear a stage them, where he puts them on like, eBay. Mammy did all the laundry back in the day. Now, to be fair, my mother was great and we all had a job. So there was none of us, we didn't leave the house, you know, these kind of uh, hapless Adults. Your mum was great, but there was yeah. there were eight so of you, teach, weren't there? Yeah. So teaches all like how to come, teach <laughs> yeah. you how to do your clothes and that. But there is that idea, and I do hear quite a lot go, like, where do all the socks go? And like, you know, <laughs> I just like I had those jeans like washed and I see my friends with teenage kids and the expectation that is on them to go, I'll just chuck these here. Yeah. That is a, an annoying thing as well. I don't know if anybody out there experiences the taking off and the chucking of clothes on the ground. That would wind me to fuck up. Like, I just, there's no way. Put, there's a reason why you've got laundry baskets or a dirty clothes bin or somewhere that you've... I don't a, know. A washing machine I, I, I suspect it's... Strewn. I say boys, but maybe it's not boys. I have a couple of female friends who are incredibly messy. In fact, one of them... You shall remain nameless. Was um, a lot of nameless people. I know because it's just very, very, very funny, and uh, she's not messy anymore. But years ago, um, her house was broken into, and she rang me, and I came over, and she was like, "Oh my god!" So I walked into her bedroom and said, "Oh my god, they've trashed the place." <clears throat> she went, "Oh no, they haven't been in here." I was like, "Oh right." <laughs> That happened to, can I just say, well done, like, I know they listen, Bob and Kelvin, that exactly, when our flat was broken into in town, their room, their room was, the cops went like, they really did a number here, didn't they? It's just, clean up your shit, lads, just. They've rifled through everything. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, okay, just. So laundry, okay, there's laundry, what, what else came back? A lot of people saying what you said, Paddy, about the creaks. Yeah, they're not bouncing back. The, the I'm bi- quite lucky so far, but you do yoga, do you I do bendy, stretchy stuff. I do, but not as much as I should. Yeah, I, think I do. That, my, that would help. I I need to do more of that. I think probably. my dad is 81, and one of the only one of his friends, I think, who hasn't lost any height because my dad is obsessed with stretching and moving. And you go in, he's always hanging off door frames and things. He goes, awesome. everyone like a cat in the morning. Everyone should be stretching out because yeah. as you get older, your vertebrae yeah. just kind of collapse in on themselves. Um, and I'm not very tall to begin with. So think, yeah, I do yeah. do a bit of stretching. Also, I walk everywhere. Not yeah, driving will stand to but you. But if you're moving, you see, once you're moving, <clears throat> yeah. if you're using it, you're not losing it. So yeah. there is that idea though. If you're if we're too sedentary and they're saying that like, that's the new smoking. Yeah. It's just sitting around doing nothing. And here's the thing, there's like. people who will go to the gym for three hours on a Sunday and do fuck off the rest of the week. Don't do that. Yeah, get out no. and walk. You're better off walking 5k every day and not going to the gym once a week here's a great one this woman um, biggest disappointment is not living in a yurt in Greenland being a famous explorer instead I'm settled in quiet Dublin working in an office job and they're the things I think there's a point in your life even if you know you were probably never going to be a world class footballer dancer astronaut um, 
you get to a point in life you go, well, now it's not an option. And that's you know, the expression, youth is wasted on the young. Yeah. I also don't believe that. I think collagen is wasted on the young um, <laughs> and potential. Because I think even if, if everything goes completely tits up at 24, you have the potential to do anything. At 34, it's less. At 44, it's less. At 50. Now, nowadays, the idea of a career for life is gone. Yeah. But if you get to 60, it's fair to say that your life is probably not going to change that dramatically. <laughs> No, do you know That's what I mean? It. No, it isn't. I'm so totally I always think <clears throat> potential is what's wasted on the young, not youth. Because I was watching all the way up to a certain age. Like, like again, I never played it at youth level or any level at all, but I harboured ambitions to play for my beloved Man United. Aww. And as it got to stage, like all the time, I'm thinking that whenever I go up to Old Trafford or whenever I go to matches, I'm sitting in the stand and I have this kind of was running forever all the way up to 40 I think Edwin Van der Sar or people like uh, Ryan Giggs they played late into their career and I was thinking if those lads are playing like you know I could I could. and how old are you at this point? I was up to 40 years of age as well all the way up to that <laughs> there were some really brilliant ones I have to say someone says quicksand I genuinely thought it'd become a major issue I love that and another woman said the Bermuda, the Bermuda Triangle I thought we'd have to be more worried about that you know these things that you thought those, oh my god it's terrifying those two things they hung around together they yeah. were cousins of each other Bermuda Triangle and Quicksand yeah. in all the, the 80s TV shows Quicksand was a big like, and it didn't matter that our economy was tanking we were more worried about quicksand. yeah but what if you get stuck in quicksand <laughs> is there Brilliant. actually a thing but I, I, can I ask you that as well is there a thing in quicksand because we do not hear about it anymore thank you to whoever wrote quicksand that is so genius so funny Blanet, thank you, <laughs> thank you funny funny women oh, yeah quicksand Paddy quicksand of course it's still a thing it's just it's not a huge thing in Ireland but there was but the, I, I let's try and find out Ed how many deaths a year are there of, for quicksand, quicksand or okay. quicksand related diseases <laughs> diseases <laughs> Okay, what well, is the disease? Find out. Yeah, exactly. You're, the, you're, you're the cartoon. Quicksand-related incidents. Another disappointment, and this is—I I saw this. Uh, one of the the answers to your shout out. Um, so the the shout out that Maya put out was, "What's been the biggest disappointment of adulthood?" Yeah. Probably because of the date that you put this out on. There was two were vying for uh, leadership. One was adulthood, full stop. Just being the, an adult. Yeah. And the, second one was. Everton. <laughs> Everton. <laughs> like the football club Everton. And I was there going, what? The amount of replies just said, Everton. And I think Everton. it's because last night, and then if you're listening to this in the future, I think they were beaten by Minnesota in the States by 3 or 4 nil or something like if that. If you're but listening so. in the future, the year is 2016. <laughs> life is still shit. Tell John Connors to come back and take over. So um, how, how many deaths? So Ed, how many deaths? Ready for this? Um, to quicksand. Zero. Zero? What? Yeah. Nobody dies from quicksand as we know it from the films and cartoons, what can happen is that oh. your feet get stuck in the sand and the tide comes in. So you drown. And you drown. Oh, That's right. still a quicksand rated death though. <laughs> Not direct. I think what we think is that it swallows you up and drowns you in So sand. it's a bit like people say, well, did they die with COVID or of COVID? Yeah. So right, did they yeah. die so with quicksand? Or... Oh, no, I'm oh, really no. disappointed with that. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I am not <laughs> accepting that. But isn't it funny how, that's the great thing with being a kid. You weren't worried about horrible diseases that might affect us. It was just, well, why don't we fly over the Bermuda Triangle? Well, you did it as well though. In, in or shark or attacks. In the beach. Shark attacks. It's still a thing of shark attacks. Someone that's else said, shark attacks. And again, I think they've increased slightly, but there's probably only ever about, ooh, five or six deaths worldwide to shark attacks. Like, it's, we don't have to worry about like we worry about cancer, Actually, but still, it's, it's like, <gasps> shark attacks! But we kind of need How many it deaths to, to shark? To how many, de- how many people ever died because of shark attacks? Ed? Well, my old neighbour and good friend, died with a shark Nick attack. Payne, is a... Uh, He's a marine biologist. biologist. Yeah, and he studies sharks. 
He's so, it's brilliant. An Aussie that studies sharks. Oh, you couldn't make it up? Sharks. Well, you could make it up. In fact, oh, people do. Today, today is full of all the uh, impressions. 11. There's not 11, 11. In, 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 Ireland. in the last year. 11 per year and on average nine of which were assigned as unprovoked. I don't know how you provoke. Ha <laughs> ha, hey, come here, shark, you <laughs> exactly, asshole. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Here you, big dolphin head. And yet. I think they... <laughs> <laughs> I think provoke, they probably mean when they used to take boats out and throw chump in the water. Oh, okay. Like Paddy here. Chump yeah, <laughs> yeah. in my pals. Throw chump in the water. Yeah. <laughs> oh, happily. <laughs> Finally being allowed to stay up late but not wanting to. That's one of the ones that we got over and over and over again. And finally, no one is saying, tap, 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 bedtime. But 11 o'clock, you're going, oh, Jesus. And I have to say, you know, I think it was Annie Mack who was doing it. I, I don't think she's the first one to do it, but Annie Mack. DJ did a and she'd be probably the same age as me nightclub in London <clears throat> and she said you, you get there it's basically like a nightclub but it starts at 8 and it's over at midnight so instead of the midnight to 4 you're going 8 to midnight isn't that brilliant yeah, so we can all go have a dance have cocktails and be in bed by it, quarter past 12 it's good though because even though we're adults we do need and there is still an, uh, an element of we do need to be told what to do yeah. at certain times and like I've this I am such an idiot for this. Is not going to bed when I'm tired. Yeah. And I don't know what it is that there's not like I've so much shit recorded on on the box there waiting to watch and I just go, oh, I'll watch something else or, or there's something might just pop up that really might like I'm, I love documentaries. Just sitting waiting for a good documentary to come on. And I'm going, all of a sudden I, I fall asleep watching it. I'm going, you should have gone to bed. Just go to bed. And so like, you need and go someone to, bed, to tell myself, you like, to go yeah. to bed. <clears throat> I think all people, like adults are just grown up kids and we just, we all need rules. And the food when it came over, up and up and up and up again. And I'm just saying to people, just do what our parents did. And our parents often did, like I said, it was Fish Friday, it was Shepherd's Pie Wednesday, it was tuna pasta Monday. Do that. Do it for yourself. Do yourself a favour and have... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a Protestant. I'll have you know. You seem to eat like one on a Monday. What's wrong with tuna pasta Monday? What would you have on a Monday? Rissoles. Sunday for Christ's sake. And that would happen on Tuesday as well. To be fair, tuna pasta was usually on a Tuesday. There was leftovers on a Monday. Tuna. Tuna. What else is that? Oh, can I just say, I saw somebody here and I can't remember the final. Tuna pasta was delicious. Okay, one of the disappointments. Okay, let it go, right? I'm not letting it go. One of the disappointments, and this is a huge thing, is television or film. One that popped up here was the Killing Eve finale. Now, I haven't seen that, so no spoilers. Oh, right, okay. And that's not giving anyway. Same with Sopranos finale the Sopranos finale is just half an hour of parallel parking badly it's, yeah whereas basically. the Breaking Bad finale is one of the best final episodes of any series yeah. and actually I used to love Dexter and the no, Dexter finale was fucking horrific and there was a subsequent I think people were so angry that there was a subsequent um Sequel, even though there'd be no more, there'd be no more yeah. episodes. And my brother just sent it to me on DVD because I can't watch it and have Sky. So I'm going to watch it and see. If I it makes worked up for with it. Michael C. Hall on a Netflix oh, show yeah, called, called Safe. Stay Safe. Safe. Stay. Stay Safe. Stay. Hold, Paddy. Hold. And I think he disappeared for a few years after Dexter because it was just you know there was just too much Dexter yeah. in his life. Um, and I think they just offered him so much money to come back and um, it had to be fixed. Yeah, it had to be. Had fixed. To be Oh, so here's a left of field one to okay. the biggest disappointment of adulthood. Modern day women. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Strike that from thought, the record. I thought I deleted That's that before I said that. Sorry. That's harsh. <laughs> I and there's love lots modern day women. There's lots and lots of people who are 
you can see they still have that little bit of humour they had as a, as a kid, but they're just saying, life is just hard. Yeah. Like, I've paying my bills, paying my tax, feeding oh, Jesus, my kids, yeah. um, worried about security in the future. Like, it's... But at least we don't have to worry about quicksand. Okay. I was talking to a friend of mine, um, Howie Ava. She's 20 years of age, 20. And we're talking about hangovers. And I think we, this comes up quite a lot in, in our, our chat in this podcast as well. And I think hangovers, it's not the physical illness related to the drinking all that alcohol and sucking the hydration out of your body. <laughs> it's the fear of of dealing with life afterwards. So yeah. as an adult, when you've got responsibilities and say for you, you to as a mother to look after a child and other people to go to work to earn money to pay the bills, the fear. Yeah. And that, I think that's the biggest disappointment that when you're a kid and you drink and there's no consequences to your actions of alcohol intake. I know. It's wonderful. You get older. Oh and my you're God. going down to open the petrol station where you work at 7am stinking of beer. And See, I don't mind the stink. I, I, oh, no, I don't but it's, care it's, about, it's actually yeah, yeah. almost funny. I, I think and I had, because I was, I, I had kids, I had my son later than most of my friends became parents. I was slightly guilty of, you know, the, the people who say, look, I'm really sorry, it's not worth the hangover. I go, ah, oh, come on, it yeah. is. Come on, you'll come out, you'll have one. And now I am that person. But, but the thing is, at least we did the hangovers. Yeah. We did them with a plum. We did. So can I, listen, before we wrap up yeah. the show, can we revisit this subject again? There's so because many. So many in disappointments. And so it, it's kind of jumps off in so many tangents thanks to the people that responded to you on Twitter. So I just, we have to give a thanks to them. So at my... Uh, so what you learned today is, here's the takeaway from today is, don't wash your clothes all the time. Do yes. the sniff test. Don't support Everton. And... I drink less. And the thing is, because we cannot arrest the adulthoodnessness. We are going to become adults, hopefully. It's a privilege to get old. It but is. like, you know, it's kind of thing, take a deep breath and don't let it worry you too much. Because it is, at the moment, life is a little bit shit. But at least nobody will die from quicksand. Quicksand. That is it for this week, Paddy. I am off to let myself down in many more ways this week. Yeah, you're doing well <laughs> enough as it is already. You're doing okay. No, my, you're doing great. Do not be disappointed. I'm, I'm your biggest fan. So anyway, everybody out there, if you like what you've heard, please make sure to subscribe to the show and tell your friends to check us out too. And if you fancy leaving us a review, that will help us get Read the Room up the oh, charts. Up the charts. Uh, do so as long as it's good we were very delicate and we don't want to be disappointed no. in you we don't like criticism at all and don't forget we love hearing from you oh, yeah. as long as it's polite no actually we just love hearing from you full stop yeah. so you can email us at readtheroom at goloudnow.com or find me on twitter at Maya Dunphy and I'm at Paddy C. Courtney and do send us as, as many nice things as possible and yes. thanks this week to you for tuning in to Read the Room Paddy this week what does a C stand for? oh it's very easy it has to be chump Read the Room is recorded, created and hosted by Paddy and Maya and produced by the team at Go Loud Studios. They'll be back next week, unless they're cancelled. It is, yeah. And, oh, that's lovely. That's a lovely bit of grub. What's happening right now? I don't know. Do you know Greg Wallace? Yes. No, it's, I think but what it's was the that <laughs> What? That Greg is... Wallace is now from... Uh, is that is that yeah. not a good Greg Wallace impression? I don't know what that was. What yeah. is it? Uh, yeah, go back and do your forest. Okay, let me try again. Let me try again. Fun again. Oh, that is a lovely plate of grub. Yeah. No, Large is that not? Of box of chocolate <laughs> in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>